Hey guys, thanks for taking the drive down State Street. In this episode, we conclude the seven habits of highly effective people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to State Street. Hey guys, this is Nick Kleitch, the co-host of The Voice, and with me as always are my friends and my former roommates, Cole Szynski and Jeremy Machino. Gentlemen, how are we? Nick, we're doing good. We had a, a pretty good week, you know, coming up to the episode. I, uh, I've been working on the P90, saw some extreme progress. I was super happy about that. You know, work's been going fine, haven't been too stressed about anything at work. It's, you know, it's a great, it's been a great week for me. Yeah, the Chicago Bears are two and zero. My dad's birthday was not too long ago, and I'm back in. Uh, I'm back out in California. So, uh, and I go back to work tomorrow. So that's uh, it, as as Jeremy said, it's been a very very good week for for not only him but myself. And and I, I think Nick would Nick, you're a positive guy. So we I think we can safely say it was a, a positive week on State Street. Yeah, it was definitely a positive week on State Street. Um, I actually had a first weekend home and not doing something for quite some time, which I needed, and I was highly productive. But um, the reason why I was trying to settle down for this weekend trends into what we're going to talk about today. And so today we're going to really aim to conclude our mini series, but then also uh, just put out some good good content in a pretty concise way on um, some self-renewal uh, sharpening of the saw, if you will, type information. So uh, our three-part series was of the seven habits for the listeners that are just tuning into this episode. Uh, the first three habits were on the private side. So how to uh, mature properly, what it means to mature, the scale in which that occurs. Uh, the middle episode was four, five, and six, which is the transition from private victory into public victory, where we're now intermingling intermingling with our marriages, our friends, our coworkers, et cetera, and strategies and habits to make that successful, which has led us to this final episode and in the seventh habit, um, so to speak. And that habit uh, is sharpening the saw. And so when I say those words and, and of the exposure you guys have had, what's kind of your initial response to this habit? You know, to me, sharpening the saw is constantly learning and then applying that knowledge to basically master your skills. So what I was taught growing up and going through college was once you can teach someone, you have mastered that skill. And that's something I really, you know, I look at and I look to use that in my life in professional and personal where, you know, I want to learn a skill to the point where I can go out and I can teach someone, all right, this is how I learn the skill. Let's learn how, or let's figure out how you can learn this skill. Absolutely. And I think through that teaching process, there's a couple of benefits. And uh, right off the cusp here, Jeremy, I'm, I'm kind of curious, why do you feel teaching is such a valuable asset in the path to self-mastery? Teaching is a, an extremely valuable asset because it shows people that what you know is valid. And that is one of the main reasons why I'm doing Project 90, where I, I'm going out and I'm trying to throw a baseball 90 miles per hour, it's because I want to be able to take the things I tell people, you know, you know, do this, do that, do do whatever, you know, and show them that this actually works. So I can validate my practice or my practices and I can go out and just be like, hey, this worked for me. Let's try this for you. Hey, this worked for me. You may have something else that works for you, but I can 
I can still, you know, we can get jump to the same conclusion where, you know, I can still help you out. And then being able to throw 90 and show that I practice what I preach brings a lot of validation to uh to what I say basically, you know. Yeah, it amps up your credibility for sure because it's one thing to speak it, but it's a whole nother thing to see it in action and I would agree. I think that by you doing that, you go through that experience and, and that growth process and uh, going through that experience will actually strengthen how you're able to teach it as well because you have a testimony on on what you went through and um the whole premise or, or point of of getting to this is Trying to teach somebody something is a really, really good way to, as Jeremy said, validate your knowledge of the topic. Well, and lately, actually, I've been getting a lot of like questions like, why is this valid when I say something or why should we trust you? And up until now, I haven't been able to be like, yo, this is like, you should trust me because all I've been able to say is because other people do it. And and now I'm getting to the point where it's like, you know, maybe I should just practice what I preach and show people that if I can do it, I can show other people how to do it and I can teach them and I can master the things that I say so I can bring it to a whole new audience and really just say, yo, here's what I did. Here's what I found successful. Here's what other people have found successful. Let's figure out what's successful for you. And this all falls under the umbrella of what the the habit seven entails, and that is the sharpening of the saw. Now, what does that mean? It means the refinement of all the skill sets that we've currently acquired, the development of new skill sets, and the self-awareness of how to constantly update and, and grow and enhance our lives, <clears throat> both on the professional side and the personal side. And so... Cole, we were talking a little bit off air uh, in the in the sales industry about service and what that means and how it relates. So go a little bit in depth with our listeners on what that seventh habit of sharpening the saw in service means to you. And I think we can bring up some some good conversational points of how we can relate this habit. Well, I think it's important, Nick. I, th- I think you're exactly right. And um, you and I have talked about this a lot, just being that we are both in this a sales role and how how it's very important if you want to if you want to do well and you want to succeed that you be relational not transactional right but ultimately i mean the goal is to serve and the best leaders are the best servant the best leaders are very good servants they're the best servants as well and uh you know as actually as we discussed right before this you know it, it's not just serving um and and complaining about it or griping about it or or just kind of mindlessly doing it's serving with a with a servant heart and and having the intent behind doing so um is really the the key to unlocking a lot of the success that can be found in a sales role like we have um you know Jeremy I'm sure could talk a lot about how that can unlock success analytically um uh, and and really in any industry that that's when you can un- unlock a lot of success so a good example of of this habit put in place is so prior to you getting in a sales profession, Cole and, and Jeremy, you and analytics, there was a, a certain level of understanding of where we were at with a certain amount of experience. And we went through a growth process to get into the roles that we are now. But let's take that example of service. So when you were just entering the workforce, Cole, and you heard what that meant, or maybe the first information that said, hey, this is maybe a good practice to now help the listeners understand like, as you continue to evolve as a person and a professional, how things mean differently, you know, as you get older and you can understand them a little bit further in depth. Well, I think, yeah, I think 
I think as you grow, I think you, you begin to see the scope of things. And I think you begin to see the bigger picture. I think, you know, especially for, for people our age, or maybe just a little bit younger than us, when you're still in school, you're a student of any kind. The focus is just get your schoolwork done, do whatever extracurricular activity you're doing, hang out with friends, like whatever, you know, do whatever kids do, do whatever kids are supposed to do. Um, and I think now, especially that, that we are getting into adult life and into the professional world, I think that for me, gaining, gaining bigger perspective has been, has been critical just because it allows me to, to, um, to see that not everybody thinks the way I, I think not everybody thinks the way I think. And ultimately, um, as I continue to learn, I think it becomes more helpful for me to begin to teach other people so that I can continue to gain knowledge on maybe a deeper level or gain those perspectives that, oh, I never saw it that way. Or somebody maybe doesn't understand the way that I'm communicating or I'm relaying information and I have to go about it a different way. I have to use different vocabulary, give them different figures, maybe practice a sales pitch a different way in order for them to gain a base knowledge and really grasp that understanding. And also for me to see a sales pitch from a different point of view, see, um, see pitching a baseball game from a different point of view. Any of those things, um, are, are really critical. Yeah. And that's what we're, we're all talking about here. So to blend the two together, Jeremy on the side of self-mastery and Cole on the side of uh, just acknowledging that every year as we go through, uh, and it just, I think it's more in our face now because we have so much career change. Whereas like someone that has been in their career and established, that's where this habit can become so critical is, uh, sorry, you've said critical a handful of times now, Cole, and now you got me saying it. Um, I know it is. Yeah. The ability to just enhance systems or, or to continuously improve. And of course we talk about that at length, um, on this podcast, but there's another way we can spin this. And, and this is not towards the side of personal. Maybe there's certain practices uh, outside of work or, or new hobbies, if you will, that, that you want to try in the future that will allow you to grow and, and, and see things differently. And I think that that key, no matter how many times we present it, is so important is gaining perspective. Um, so um, we'll go ahead, Cole. Well, I was just going to say, that's one thing that I think on this podcast, all three of us preach over and over. And, and it's almost like we're beating a dead horse, but being a lifelong learner and committing your life to continuous learning is is something that i think i mean we like i said we've talked about a lot and i think that's one thing that three of us have committed to doing because we know the value of it because we know the value of being able to be credible like jeremy said and uh have people not necessarily not, not question you as much i guess obviously people are going to question a 23 24 25 year old <laughs> um, and rightfully so and and again you know this ref reinforces the the aspect that we're not experts by any of the stretch of the imagination but um when you are well versed and when you can speak clearly and communicate your point um in a manner that is is thoughtful and also um very very just very very well thought out and said um, people are gonna are gonna hold what you say in a higher regard, and they're gonna have a lot more respect for you. And I, I want to put this in: once you stop learning, you open yourself up to being passed up by someone who is smarter, faster, quicker, whatever. Basically, they are willing to be better than you. And 
by just stop learning, someone else is going to pick up in your shoes and they're going to take off and they're going to take off past you. And there's not much you can do after that once you get passed up. It's very hard to catch back up. So once you, once you stop, or I should basically don't even just, don't even consider stop learning because stopping learning is one of the most detrimental things you could do to yourself. Yeah. And, and Jeremy says that from a very competitive nature, um, from his strength finders. And if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back for a little bit of a fun cup of tea there. But, uh, I, I agree, Jeremy. And uh, I want to reference the training camp a little bit here. And we, when we watch professional athletes and, and other people that are professionals in their field, we're, we're surprised and, and we may write them off as gifted in these areas. However, reading something like this helps me understand that if I have a, a trackable five to 10 year path of what I want to accomplish, I can literally find what specific skills, tools, and and mental health things that will help me get on that path and, and potentially quicken that path. Uh, we don't want to alter the journey too much because it's a natural process that we do need to grow from. But uh, that's where these these tool enhancements and the exposure to new information and the constant refinement of process that's what that's where these great leaders and these great uh, professionals uh, get to where they are. It's it's by no mistake at all. They they've gone through the process. They refine the process many many times. And uh, is there failure in that? Of course, there's failure in that. But I think that's all the the beauty in. Um, this habit and, and being able to implement the other habits too. So uh, I'm going to, I have two questions for you guys. Um, the first is on the lines of this habit. And then the second is some kind of some implementation and takeaways from, from the book. But the first part on this habit is it talks about four dimensions of refinement or renewal, uh, spiritual, social, mental, and physical. Um, what are some things, and Cole, I'll start with you. What are some things that um, A, you're currently implementing that you've really liked, or B, things that maybe you never thought you would, uh, or that you just kind of been introduced to or stumbled upon? Well, I think the first one, um, and kind of an obvious one, is reading, just because on this podcast, I mean, we're we're essentially, we're not forced, but we are forcing ourselves, we're, we're forcing ourselves to read a lot. And in turn, that just gives you great perspective, and it gives you access to a lot of information that you otherwise may not have thought you would be privy to. But one thing, Nick, to, to kind of the second part of your question um, that I've used is, is counseling. And that's one thing that I've found a lot of success using. And like I said, I, I, I've used it. Um, and so I don't, I'm not going to give unsolicited advice or recommendations, but uh, I think that's something that a lot of people could benefit from, especially in today's world, just because, uh, you know, I know when I used it, it, it was a case of, I was in a bad situation. I had been dealing with bad things. I was, uh, really lost more or less. And I had no idea kind of where I wanted to go or where to start. I knew that I saw a lot myself. I knew I had a lot of potential and, uh, I knew what kind of a worker I was and I was willing to put in the work, but I just didn't really know where to start. And, uh, and ultimately, going to counseling and, and spending an hour um, once a week, or I think it was once every two weeks, actually, was was one of the best tools that that I could have I could have asked for. And ultimately, that's what got me uh, the job that I get to go back to, thankfully, tomorrow, and got me out here to California. That's awesome, man. And I'm glad you're open to speaking about that because I do think that's probably something a lot more people should incorporate into their mental health, especially. And uh, you've had nothing but good thing to say about uh, your experiences, both on the positive side where it's fun to talk about and sometimes being challenged on the negative side. And uh, it's almost an accountability partner in some sense. Uh, Jeremy, I'm going to turn it over to you. So what are some things that 
that you have done, been introduced to, etc., uh, to help the help, not kelp, to help the self renewal process come through? Well, I think uh, this first one goes out to like all three of us, where we started a podcast, right? That goes to the social aspect of it. Um, I mean, it's a part of our social life now. We sit down twice a week for a couple hours a day just to talk to each other and to put out content for other people to listen to. But it's it's really just a conversation between us three and before, after, and during. It's it's us just talking about our experiences. And you know, we can we can go. We could have gone to a bar pre COVID, or we could have. You know, we were roommates at one point. We just, we just did this in our living room. So it's it's a social aspect that I was able to, or I should say, we were all able to bring back into our lives by starting the podcast. Yeah, it was uh, it was a cool thing to think kind of creatively on our feet on that, and um, that uh, that of course is just one sector of of all the the different renewals. But uh, these are all areas of our life uh, on the professional side and personal side that we we want to work on. And I'm glad to know that we at least took action on being exposed to this idea. And you know what? If our last episode was next week, I think it was a hell of a run. And I'm so proud of us for for coming down this route. And uh, I've actually. Uh, uh, been told by many people, and we've actually helped inspire a couple people start their own. Uh, and so that was that's a cool moment for us. But um, I bring this up because there was actually <clears throat> a recent trip that I went on to call to Colorado. I went hiking out there. I, I've been skiing out there many times, but through the hiking process, I, I've never felt more alive to just understanding what work life balance is and and what even that entails. I think at 20 somethings, we're so damn career driven that we want to figure everything out so fast and make all this money that uh, we don't take in consideration some of the vacation time we need for our family and uh, some of these other pieces. So that kind of was uh, one of the questions and, and why I wanted to bring that up. Well, I was just going to say, it's, a, it's funny you say that because that's actually a piece of advice that I was given when the, the whole like COVID pandemic was, was really flaring up and a lot of people were, were losing their jobs. And ultimately when I was, was furloughed at mine, it, I was given this advice by someone I don't know, like the best I have, I've just gotten to know, um, within the, the last year. Um, and basically the person told me, use this time for your mental health to get away because when you get back, it's going to be a hundred miles an hour and you're going to be expected to pick up because there's, there's not a lot of things happening now, there's going to be a lot to do when you get back. And, and so that was one thing that was relayed to me. So it's funny, Nick, that you, that you bring that up. I just, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're, we're just so on that path of success, success, success. We never even think like that trip out to Colorado for me, I was so burnt out and I didn't even know it. Like things were becoming so mundane. I was just fried, like for making all those calls, just fried and uh, a trip like that. And I'm like, man, uh, I got to do this every year just because it's awesome. But secondly, uh, I'm really starting to comprehend now what the balance is between actual overall workload and then self-renewal as well too. Um, let's uh, let's turn the coin here a little bit. And um, for this episode, we're going to keep things a little bit more concise. Uh, so of the the whole book here and the, and the video that you guys watched and all this content, what is what has stood out to you as something that you had probably no idea about whatsoever, and it was just new information. Let's start there. Well, for me, Nick, I think um, I think this this last one was kind of interesting, and um, there was you you can tell the story if it if it rings a bell with you. But um, in the in the video that I watched on these seven habits, there's a, there's a story about two guys um, cutting down a tree, and um, was that does that sound familiar to you? 
Yeah, I, I'm going to have you tell the story, but yeah, that was something that was, uh, they started out the chapter with, so I'm glad you, uh, I'm going to put this into the episode. Yeah, it, so it, it was fun. It's a, it's kind of a funny story, but it's also a, a very, very simple one. Um, there's two gentlemen and, and there's, there's one gentleman and he, he's got his saw with him and he's cutting down this tree, right? And he's kind of on a time crunch. Uh, and this other gentleman comes along and sees the guy trying to cut down this tree, and he notices that the, the guy's saw is, is dull, and he's not getting as good of a cut or maybe as timely of a cut as he normally would with a, a, a sharpened saw. So the, the gentleman speaks up to the working gentleman and says, hey, you know, if, uh, if you just took an hour to, to sharpen your saw, um, the work would be done. You, you'd, be, you'd double your, uh, your efficiency and your work time would be cut in half. And the guy, uh, the guy who's cutting this tree looks at him and says, well, I don't have time to, to go sharpen my saw. I got to get this, this tree cut down. And kind of from that story, I mean, the guy just, just kind of shakes his head and, and walks away, kind of smiles. Um, but it, it's funny because people don't realize how important coming back and sharpening your skills are. And, and that's something that shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, you know, I, I use the example of synergy. At one point, you know, the three of us were roommates and we all lived together. And at some point during that, and I, I think it was early on, so you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but we had to decide that we wanted to celebrate how each other was different. We wanted to kind of make light of it and, and embrace it and enjoy it ultimately. Um, realize the fact that some of us are more on time than others. Nick, we're, I'm looking at you. Um, but, but also... Um, well, yeah, and like I said, celebrate that and, and embrace it and um, not, not make it into to a bad thing, but ultimately spin it in, into a positive and understand that we were different and we came from different backgrounds. When I, uh, when I hear this quote, I think work smarter, not harder. And I think that's what the six habits before sharpening the saw teach us to do. Basically, it gives us the, the foundation to, to be a smarter worker, to not have to strain yourself to get to the same result you would if you would have, you know, just took the time to learn the process, right? We, we talk about trusting the process. And I think it really helps because a lot of the time we, we get caught up in thinking hard work equals value, right? but we, we forget that good work equals value. And the more good work that you can provide, the more of value you are, right? You know, so if you have to work extremely, extremely hard for something that shouldn't be all that hard in the first place, you gotta, you gotta learn a new process. You gotta learn a new way. So like, basically you have to go through the process to relearn how to work smarter, not harder. Right. And to, to add on to that statement, Jeremy, uh, I think the, the best one could be work really hard at working really smart. Because if we work really hard at working very smart, then the overall output would be highly effective or highly efficient. Um, to, to throw my two cents out here, and I hope I'm coming at the listeners with a little different perspective. So when I read this book and I think about all the, the things that it's suggesting, I, just, I, I have a real big drive in my imagination. And, and also in my inspiration as well, to think that if I'm going to work in a career for the next however many years, and if I were to simply refine my planning, preparation, and skill set every year, calendar year from here until I retire, the amount of, of growth and, and success and value that would come from that is just something that kind of 
gets me up in the morning. It gets me pumped up. And I, I hope it does to the listeners as well as whether this is a hobby, a passion, or, or your career, the, the constant refining processes, there's so much beauty in that because you never know when something's going to click and it just absolutely explodes, for example. Or uh, maybe you you try a new hobby or try a new self-renewal practice like meditation and through meditation, all of a sudden, now your work becomes more effective and more efficient because of some of these different things too. So I come at it from a very inspirational and, and kind of in a, a large imagination to think, man, as 20-somethings, if we uh, can hold ourselves accountable to some of these practices, boy, I can't, I can't even imagine what we can accomplish. Well, and it's really cool, Nick, I mean, to, to see documented growth, right? I think the three of us can attest to that just through, through doing this, this podcast, and also doing this through reading or listening to other podcasts or watching YouTube videos or like doing the things that we enjoy doing. Um, we've seen documented growth within ourselves, not only as podcasters, but as people, as salespeople, as, uh, as, as people with analytic mindsets, like such as, such as Jeremy, um, and not only doing the things to, to, to better yourself and to grow into the person that you ultimately want to and, and should become, but, but documenting, being able to document that along the way and, and see progression to, to reinforce the idea that it's not, you're not doing everything, um, mindlessly and, and there are results uh being had is, is is super refreshing yeah and being able to to take those results and actually analyze them i i'd be shocked to us to see how many people actually take the time to do that but uh though it, it's it's a little challenging to do and um i think there are plenty of resources available to do so i think it's well worth it just because you you know where you're going or i mean this could just be a relationship benefit with you and your spouse i mean just being able to refresh your relationship and know what you guys really like or what you want to try out i mean that's a small example but yeah so this this has been a, a great book and uh we're gonna we're gonna be wrapping things up here but um on to uh on to our next guest and or a couple lineup of guests if you will um, there's a couple exciting folks that we have coming down the pike and, and a couple other books, but uh, any, any final takeaways at all guys from seven habits? You know, I think this is, it's a must at least glance at, you know, this is like, it's got the seven habits outlined for you. You can go look it on up on online. I usually look up the seven habits of highly effective people before I even come on to refresh myself. And I think these are very good habits that are very easy to put into practice, right? They're not super strenuous. Maybe it's going to suck the first couple days because you're not used to it, but in all in all, they can you can basically put all of these into practice at some point into your life and once you are able to, you know, start to master these, right? You get to you get to sharpen the saw and you get to teach others about how to be a, a successful, highly effective individual. And isn't like that kind of like all what we want? We want to be able to not only help ourselves, but we want to be able to help others that, you know, everybody wins kind of mindset, right? So it all ties back together in a very simple package where these seven habits not only affect you, they affect the people around you and Basically, if you can implement these, people are going to gravitate towards you because you're going to be a successful person. Jeremy, that is really, really well said. Um, so I, I don't know if I can top that, but I can add on to it. And uh, by simply saying, you know, even if even if reading isn't your thing, you know, I, I, I didn't have the the luxury of le- reading this book um, before before we did this podcast. But there's there's great YouTube videos on it, too. And if you take the time to just watch the YouTube videos, listen to them, 
uh, jot down some notes, maybe just jot down the seven habits themselves and every week come back and look at them and reinforce doing the things that these habits lay out or reinforce doing the things that, that the notes that you take away and, and what you jot down by doing that in itself, you're already doing one of the habits. You're already doing habit number seven. You're already sharpening the saw weekly. And, and so if you can do that and you continue to do that, like Jeremy said, you're going to become someone that people want to be around. You're going to become a, a very highly effective person. Yeah, it's been, man, this has been fun. It's one of my favorite reads. Um, a book that I would say that if you were talking to me on the street that I'd put in my top five, it'd, it'd be one of those. And uh, it's been a, a fun little mini series here. I, I think our listeners like when we break things up just a little bit. And um, the the last thing I'm going to say before we get out of here and get off State Street and uh, and hit the, the hay is... I want people to have a little bit more confidence to new information. So when we get new information that challenges our thinking and that challenges how we live our life, we get a little timid maybe or we don't want to go there because we don't want to grow. I will tell you right now, this book is going to challenge you. And and through that challenge process is a new way of thinking, new habits to becoming more uh, effective, if you will. Um, but yeah, so that's just the last thing I threw out there. Don't be, don't be scared to crack into your brain a little bit and open up some new perspectives. So uh, thanks guys. We appreciate it. And until next time.